Then you can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, when you're there, Devin, what do you do? Uh, make sure that you give us a five-star rating. If you give us anything less than that, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> so Very good. A five. Public school. Thank you. <laughs> yep. And, and then uh, you can email us at highsessions at yahoo.com. If you'd like to help the show and get more music on our channel, please go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and donate there you'll be more involved with the show and help determine what is filmed and you'll get the behind the scenes and all that kind of stuff all right by the way john i want to say yep. thank you because we uh, just showed on believe live uh the one of the latest videos which was lay milk it yes lay i i feel oh, bad cool. yeah. yeah so we had leon um so we're doing this one camera shoot thing now with the high sessions videos and we're we're getting there <laughs> it's so it's it's a skeleton crew and not everyone knows what they're doing and so her I, I felt bad because the the camera kept focusing between her face the microphone and the guitar and it kept trying to find the focus point and so it goes in and out but that's a that's what a pet is that about? We, we fixed it but it was just awesome to see her on and i was just like yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 she's been out of the out of the limelight for a long time now but mm -hmm. yeah so um so bill is a uh Probably one of the most famous voices of Hawaii radio guy. He's also the Easily. voice of UH Sports, and he's a part of the Hawaii News Now news team in the entertainment section. So Billy is a man of many jobs, many many jobs. <laughs> but you can say many talents, but many jobs works too. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure you have other things that you have going on too, right? Beyond that. Well, it depends because right now we don't have much going on. Oh, that is true. That is true. Yeah. You know, just like all the entertainers, when all those events went, <clears throat> yeah, same thing for me. As MCs uh, go, oh, you know, right. you know, yeah. all the Devin, you know very, very yep. well. Mm -hmm. All that, all that just went right out the door. You ate sports, not happening, right, right yeah. now. So there's no, yeah. oh, geez, yeah. So, so I guess a lot of local awards, about. Miss Hawaii, that all got delayed. Sorry. Oh, that's Mary right. Monarch. Yeah, uh, that's right. Monarch, yep. Oh wow, yeah, man. Yeah. So what have you been up to then? Like, I know that you're still <laughs> on the on the news, but uh, yeah, have you uh, picked up a new hobby or, or what is going on? <laughs> just so happens, I put that question just about half an hour ago on my Facebook page, and it kind of blew up with people that have had all these things that they've learned or done over the past couple of months. Um, I have learned how to live stream. How to? You know, ah. we're, we're doing this, mm -hmm. you know. E even though these are recorded, because then people can, by the time of whenever they want to, which is great. But doing live streams, I've suddenly gotten into that, and that's a whole different animal in itself. But it's kind of like the slim down, like what you were talking about, John. So it's just one person, me, and that's so, right. You know, it's like I have to make sure that I'm hitting the right buttons, and looking <laughs> up at the screen to make sure that the right things go away. And I'm going to try to make this go.
go away here. That that that. Oh, 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 oh my yeah. gosh! Oh no! Wow. Not bad. Really? Okay, I broke it already. Oh, oh. <laughs> where do I get my meet me back? There we go. Hi. Yep. Uh, yep. So, uh, by the way, yeah, I, I I have a whole section here devoted to Star Trek. So. We'll get into that. Um, I'm not going to be able to keep up, but I, I'm curious as to the fascination with this thing. I'm fascinated Wait. with your fascination. So uh, Billy and Devin are Star Trek people. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not nearly as bad as as Bill is, but because Bill is Bill is a Bill is a holistic Star Trek fan. He loves everything Star Trek. I'm kind of a I'm kind of a original series guy. So, yeah. Okay, well, so you know, you know the controversy is lately with the Space Force logo that, that <laughs> President Trump, I guess, initiated. They have the official logo right out right now. Yes. And there's a controversy there. It looks a lot like the Star Trek logo. What do you guys feel about that? Starfleet, Starfleet, Starfleet. Starfleet, sorry, whatever. Track fleet, whatever. <laughs> How do you guys feel about that? You know what? If, if, if the federal government wants to copy, that's fine could find their own thing, but if they want to copy, you know, along the lines of Gene okay. Roddenberry, I'm fine. I'm, yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. Do you folks see the similarity? Yeah. So, you know, it, well, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, Lots. totally. Okay. Totally, yeah. As yeah, soon as it so. came out, we all went. We all went, wait a second. Because <laughs> um, you don't even have to, down with that one, you don't even have to squint to see it. You just yeah. have to go, wow, okay. No, And right you on. know what? But it, I just went, cool, nice. Okay, get on board. Sounds good. Yeah, why why reinvent the wheel, right? I mean, we have something that's uh, about exploring space, and it, it's beloved mm -hmm. by many people. So, mm -hmm. I even heard that their slogan is "Space: The Final Frontier" or something like that. <laughs> no way. Are you serious? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, man, that is that is not. So, so Billy, are you? A general sci-fi nerd, or are you just seriously just a Star Trek Trekkie? No, no, I'm general sci-fi because I am okay. a Star Wars Uber fan. Okay. Oh. Um, and there are other genre within the sci-fi that I really, really enjoy, but Star Trek is far away above everything else. So what oh, makes you and Devin like we're separated at birth? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Or either that or we high-fived each other as, you know, we were in the same hospital or something, you know? Yep, so. pretty much, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, for wow. both of you, then, what, what makes Star Trek superior to other sci-fi uh, genres? By the way, I I'm not hating on Star Trek. I just, I'm a little bit, that's, it just was past my time. So, you know, like... Not, I, not just, man. It was, it was way past your time, but that's okay. Thank you. Uh, so I, I, didn't, I didn't go back to, to <laughs> follow the Star Trek stuff. I mean, I, of course, Star Wars uh, I'm into, and I love yeah. the Marvel comics and, you know, those kind of things. I just never got to Star Trek because it was just a little bit old by the time that I, I was <laughs> of, of uh, coming online, you know? So well, what is me, it about the show? Space. I, I just enjoy anything with space, being able to go somewhere and being able to think that the, the humanity in all of us will escalate and, and, and be able to meet the challenges ahead. Mm. So that's why I enjoy it so much. As a matter of fact, it's not only confined to um, TV, it's also motion picture as well. I'm going to get some rolling eyes here maybe, but Armageddon I thought was one of the most brilliant movies in the world. <laughs> 
Okay. Okay. I'm good. Okay. So not too bad. Usually I get the, oh, but you know, um, Dev, you want to jump into this before I jump any more into this? No, no, no. Go for it. I mean, we, we, we had you here. We kind of, when we were talking to three of us, we were like, well, when we get Bill on, we're going to talk Star Trek. And I was like, I know all these stories already because Bill and I have talked about them. So I'm like, let's let you share. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because so I think you, and I, I think you and I kind of feel the same way. So, yeah. Star Wars to me is very inclusive and even more now so than ever. They touch sure. the LB, LBGT community. Um, they touch uh, into different aspects of humanity that just take it right to the edge. And I think that's good. You know, they're not worried about going to these places that no one has gone before in television. I mean, mm -hmm. I think it was mm -hmm. the first uh, interracial kiss, if I remember correctly, mm -hmm. was Star Trek. Mm -hmm. yep. Star Trek. But not, but not on purpose. They were forced. And well, <laughs> I wasn't there. Maybe it wasn't forced. I don't know. <laughs> but um, for for me, from an an early time in my childhood, I grew up watching Star Trek and I grew up to know the characters. And when the movies, I would sit in the theater, I would be able to utter the next words even though I haven't seen the movie yet because I knew the characters that well. Mm. And then people around me would get very irritated because they thought I saw the movie already. Just, <laughs> and to, I would be able to see all the intricacies and the relationships between these characters who were really well developed. And you felt like you were a fly on the wall, um, even though there are no flies on the bridge of a starship. But you were there, and you were along for that ride. And as it progressed, I have seen... Okay, this is how geeky I am on this. I have seen every single televised Star Trek episode ever made. I've seen them at least 10 times. The latest one... Well, not the latest one, but Discovery... I've Discovery. seen every episode for the two seasons at least 20 times because I can't wait for the next season. So I just start watching the seasons and been watch over and over. I used to go to the Las Vegas Hilton in full dress uniform. I've seen it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, for the con is that for the He's convention? He's not lying. <laughs> He's not lying. Not for the convention. No, not for the convention. <laughs> this would be just regular Las Vegas Hilton. I'd walk in. Um, I'd be there for a while. I'd go in by myself because... <laughs> because Why do you want to walk in with him? <laughs> thank you, Devin. So I'd walk in. I would go down to Quark's bar and people would just start walking up and can we take a picture with you? Can we take a picture with you? Are you on the series? Do you remember this episode? I have to ask you about this. And I'd start answering because I knew all the episodes. He'd know the answers. I, who did they think... Who did they think you were? I mean, like, what was your costume dressed up as? Captain Kirk? They didn't care. I was a bridge officer. Yeah. I oh. was not yeah. Kirk. I would, it was either blue. Spock it's blue, right? or, um, or Chekhov, depending. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. You remember that? But I started really getting into it in the next generation uniforms. So ah. then I went to, back to the, TNG, uh, to the original series when they did the reboot. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. But at that time, I would go down to Quark's bar. People would start gathering around. Pretty soon, the manager came out and tapped me on the, soldier, uh, on the shoulder. He goes, can I buy you lunch? He goes, excuse me? I'd like to buy you lunch inside my restaurant. Ah. I say, oh, okay. 
He goes, we'll start off with some fries and maybe some hors d'oeuvres and stuff and then some bar food and then we'll buy you lunch a little bit later. Show me where to go. I'd go inside. There'd be a crowd. I'd sign autographs and there was nobody else around and it was wonderful. I loved it. When you signed the autographs, what did you sign? Like Commander Billy V or something? <laughs> I would sign my full name. Huh? I, no, I would just sign my name and that's all. Just to, wow. I didn't put any. This rank. guy was on Star Trek. Where? Right there. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. you know that, then and, and I I wouldn't ever say what episode I was on. I just which one do you enjoy? Oh, I like that series. Da -da 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 -da. I didn't start engaging with them. That's the problem. Uh, well, his his knowledge board, is so his knowledge is yeah. so fast. You can't stump him. So that's the only reason. If I was a person who was just passing by, I would go, oh, he's not really with Star Trek because the Star Trek people who are in the show don't know as much stuff as he knows. No, but right, the Star right. Trek people that are in the show would not walk around with their uniform in the first place. <laughs> oh, oh, well, I well, don't know, man. <laughs> By what? I, I, I met a, quite a few people there who were in also in dress uniform as well because they just wanted to, but they would usually come with other people that were not in uniform and, and that kind of thing. I was just there by myself, had a great time. Wait, I, I, well, there, there's still... a, because there's a, well, there's an exhibit, there's an exhibit at the, at the hotel, right? Uh, it was oh, back okay. at Which the Las Vegas oh. Hilton. Oh, yeah, okay. that's okay. why. All right. there's oh, a sorry. For... Okay, gotcha. So at the Las Vegas Hilton, it was called the Star Trek Experience. Oh, so it sense. was like you stood in line, you went through this museum of time where they chronologically laid out the history of the Star Trek universe in both regular TV and motion picture. Mm -hmm. And then as you got into the ride portion, then they took you into a turbo lift, you went down, doors opened, you were there on the bridge of the Enterprise. But then you were shuttled off to because all of a sudden the sound effects and the red alert went and then you were taken to a shuttlecraft I see. where you were seated. And then it was like a Ride. Oh yeah, it's the gimbal ride, right? You kind of catch where this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you go through that, and then all of a sudden you go. It, it appears you go through a. I don't know whether it was a time warp or whatever, but you come out suddenly on over hovering over Las Vegas Boulevard, and then you take it takes you right through Las Vegas Boulevard, and then it crashes into the hotel, and suddenly you're into place, and it settles down, and you're back into Las Vegas Hilton, and then you are shuttled out of the okay, so entertainment. It makes area. sense. You're in uniform for this event that Mitt was for yeah. Star Trek. You wasn't like walking around the cow in Vegas in <laughs> Star Trek uniform and freaking no, everybody no. out, right? No, no, no. I would go into the lobby. You go back. I would change clothes. I would put on, I had a little bag, put, put on the Star Trek uniform, made sure it was nice, tidy, neat, be there for a while, go down to the hotel lobby, change in one of of the bathrooms and then go take a taxi and then go to where I was really staying downtown. <laughs> no, but, but it makes sense that at least there was something Star Trek going yeah. on at the hotel. Yeah. Up until then, I thought you just randomly walked into a hotel. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> like if you went so to sorry, like the I, know, I know I had to give them the context, Bill, because they didn't yeah. understand the context. Like you walk up to Main Street Casino at the crap table. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Well, you never know. But thank you, Devin. I appreciate that. I, I got so excited got to you. get into the story. I forgot to tell. Yes, it's a hotel that had 27 yeah. 
Star Trek experience as yeah. part of the hotel and the branding. Got it. Which oh, was incidentally experience. the same yeah. hotel where Elvis Presley performed for many years. Sorry. Ah, Elvis. Okay, got it. So, okay, so, so oh, okay, John. Kyle. I was just going to say, do you, and as far as the motion pictures go, I enjoyed the uh, the newer version with Christopher, Chris Pine, Chris Pine, uh-huh. and, Chris uh, Pine. and them. Zachary Quinto. Uh, Chris Pine. What, what do you think? Is it a is it a blasphemy or, or could you get into it or? Oh no, I fully got into it. Oh okay. From okay. the very very first moments that mm-hmm. I sat there, and, and then all of a sudden the theme played, and, and the, to actually bring Spock back before Leonard Nimoy passed away. Mm-hmm. And to actually be there face to face with himself, mm-hmm. that was a huge moment to have both Zachary Quinto and Leonard Nimoy in a shot and have them interacting because basically they were the same person I, from different time periods. I thought Zachary did a good job as Spock. Oh, yeah. He was good. I did too. And I wasn't sure if I was going to accept in when they made Discovery where you had a younger Spock before uh-huh. Kirk. I wasn't sure if I was going to accept him as well. Come to find out, I think that that whole crew, and I think that Discovery is one of the best uh, iterations of Starfleet that I've seen yet. Um, it is it is really cutting edge. The tech is unbelievable. Storylines grab you, at least for me as a Star Trek fan. So season three... October 15th, PBS <laughs> All Access. Make sure you have your subscription. I will be watching along with you. All right. Man, you got you to start like a Star Trek podcast or something. <laughs> We've thought about that, but I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I need Dev's help on that one, I think. <laughs> you know, like two of you guys, you guys are full on into sci-fi, whether it be Star Wars, Star Trek, or any type of outer space kind no. of thing. Okay, now just want to make sure that there is some difference between us because while I had the um, the Star Trek models, and I actually do have. Oh, <laughs> by the way, Kyle, it's it's Star Trek, you know. Star Trek, yeah. He's saying Trek. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Please don't beat me down or beat me up or <laughs> because I mispronounced it. Sorry, that's Enterprise E. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a different Enterprise. It's always nearby. But um, <laughs> Devin can talk at length about Kikaida and oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. the Boga. Yeah. Oh, he has? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Kyle, Kyle as well. Kyle as well. So both, both of us are into No, uh, not as much as you, bro. <laughs> this is a guy that we have to, have to bring it back now to when we first moved him that's into it. That's it. Oh, dude. Why do you got to bring up that story every time? It, 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 it talks about how deep you are into Kikaida and, and Kamen Rider and all that stuff like that. The guy had a, like, when we're moving him in into his bachelor pad back in the 90s, you know, I'm trying to set him up so he can hook up and find a nice girl. But I told him, brother, it's impossible for you to hook up and find a nice girl with that Kikaida doll on your TV. <laughs> and, the and the bed sheets and, you know. bed sheets and, you know. So I don't know. Devin, I'm, I'm laughing, but I, I want to tell you that I'm, I, I just want to tell you that I, I appreciate that, that you are you no matter what. <laughs> that's, that's right. And I, I still ended up getting married, so it's all worked out. Yeah, so you proved smart. me wrong. You proved me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was saying was that, you know, the two of you are into sci-fi, space, and all this kind of stuff, this, this um, fantasy world of space and exploration stuff. How do you guys feel before the government said UFOs were real? Did you guys believe in that? Did you guys hope that it was true? Did you guys 
go, that's not real. How, how do you guys feel about the, the whole UFO controversy now that's come out in the news? I don't know. I'm not, uh, I'm not so uh, crazy to believe that we are alone in the universe. Like, we can't be the only beings in the universe. This cannot be the only place where life exists in the, in the manner in which it exists. So it's got to be someplace else. I mean, they may all be underwater. They may all have gills or they may all be shooting lasers out of their eyes, but it exists on a different world. It's just we haven't run into it yet because there's a, there's a certain thing scientifically that has to happen in order for life to form. So, you know, I'm sure it exists. Just so what are you guys into watching all the programs and stuff like that, like the UFO encounters on Discovery Channel or whatever? Man, I had, I had Star Trek. I didn't really worry about it because for me – Sorry, to go back to what you were saying, what what attracted us or me is, for me, Star Trek represented uh, an idealistic version, which is what Gene Roddenberry initially wanted to do. It's an idealistic version of what the world would be, what the universe would be like, which is, I mean, yeah, there's Klingons who want to kill you and Romulans who are trying to steal your shit, but it's also uh, an overarching belief in the the goodness of people, in the the ability for us to overcome whatever may uh, may be in our path, if if only we stop to try to understand other people and and look at them not as enemies but as somebody who we can help, and, and that's always us, what Star Trek's thing was. And for us not to lose our humanity. Yeah, mm. exactly, exactly. Even if we are fighting a gore. There's a deeper purpose and meaning in these shows. Oh, for real. I mean, yeah. it's, it's why, uh, and that's why, like, you had to, with Star Trek, I, I think with any show, yeah, Bill, with the, with the Star Trek universe, if you watched one certain show and that was the show that grabbed you, then you were hooked. Because there are people who watch the show and they'll watch, I don't know, Where No Man Has Gone Before, which is like this, which was the pilot episode, but they moved it around because they had to rejigger how everything was done. Um, that show was done more like action filled, right? So some people got into that and said, oh yeah, I want to watch that thing. And then others, other people watched like Galileo 7, which is this show about them being stuck in a shuttle craft that's going to perish because it's about to hit an atmosphere and they got to figure out who's going to stay and who's going to go. And it became kind of more existential than it was a, uh, a, a conversation about um, battling some alien. So Whichever one you got into, if you got into that, then it it sort of buoyed you along to the rest of the series. Um, I never got into New Generation only because I don't know. I just I, I had such a tie to uh, original series, but it was that original thing about it that Gene Roddenberry tried to put into motion, which was just believing in the goodness of people. I think if you did that, then you went oh, okay. Yeah, I can I can buy it. And, and to take Dev's point, just a reminder that there was not only the original series, there was uh, Next Generation, yep. there was Deep Space Nine, yep. Voyager, Voyager, Enterprise. Uh, we go to the um, Enterprise and X01. Um, mm-hmm. Then we get into the movies, of course. The movies, and yep. then Discovery, Picard, and yep. still to come, Stranger New Worlds. Mm. that's going to be Captain Pike. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Now, for some of you that do follow Discovery, I'm going to tell you, Pike (laughs) is probably the best officer, captain of a starship I've ever seen. Yeah, I love Kirk, but Pike 
Pike, I think, is a is, man. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, did I go too far? And now, and now we only have like five people watching this. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we I, got I, way too much time for this stuff. So we're sorry. This is what guy hockey would call the rabbit hole. Bro, don't go down the rabbit hole. Go down the rabbit hole. So, so can we get to music now or what? No, 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 no. I, I got a couple no, more questions. Oh. I got, oh, I got boy, two more. Okay. So one of my favorite movies of all time, I use this as a, a good example of a really well done comedy, is uh, Galaxy Quest. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was kind of a parody of Star Trek. Do you, do you appreciate that movie, Bill? I did. Okay. Um, my wife loved the movie. So I was okay. And I saw it. I was like, okay. And the more I saw it, the more I went, okay, this is cool. I like. Yeah. And, and I think that anytime that you have a motion picture that reminds you of another motion picture and there's definite synergy there, there's commonalities in there, um, it's not a bad thing. Some people get real personal about it. And I'm like, no, all good. Yeah. I yeah think it, was, it, was done with, it was done with love for the series. They didn't do it because they were trying to dick them over. They were just trying to say, there's this fever that people have for this thing. And what would happen if William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy got sucked into space and had to actually be themselves on on camera like what would or or in a ship what would that be like and dude it's it's one of the funniest movies in fact um over the years i think uh because i watched a, a behind not a behind the scenes but a retrospective of it you should watch that show by the way yeah, there's an actual uh, movie it's called that. um uh shoot i can't remember that i, I know what I you're talking about but that movie that movie is great because it shows actual people who were involved with trek going yeah that movie is badass because they, because they, they approached it with the right amount of reverence. It wasn't like, ah, screw these guys. They're so stupid. Yeah. You know. Right. So, yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, w- I'm gonna do one more space question. Uh, one more space movie, and then we'll move on. We're to- sorry. Soon you'll be able to come back. So at the 30 yeah. minute mark, you'll be able to come back and just watch. Exactly. Video. Exactly. Sorry. So, so Bill. So when you also movies, when you talk about movies like uh, Interstellar, and. Uh, Ad Astra, some of those are, are do those fall within the these this is cool, this is my jam kind of thing? They are wonderful pieces of entertainment. Mm-hmm. And on most of them, I'll probably watch them once and I'll watch them again. Okay, and I'll okay. be good. Okay. On the other hand, my wife shakes her head because you've seen this before. Oh yeah. <laughs> How many times? I don't know, eight, nine. Why? <laughs> yeah, that because is because I can. That is something. <laughs> that is something. Yeah, to be able to watch things over and over, I, I, yeah, I, I give you you and Devin credit because Devin watches movies over and over again too. Like and can recite scenes and all that kind of stuff. And I love movies, but I, I, I can't do that. Okay. Why not, man? It's awesome. Why do, you, why do you think we work in radio? You play the same songs over and over <laughs> and over again, and you have to talk about it like you never heard it before. You have to go, this is the best song ever! Even though Bill's programmed it like, I don't know, every hour on the hour. <laughs> so, Bill, you've been in radio a long time. The iron. Huh? <laughs> the pants behind the you. The jeans behind you, bro. Nice oh, iron. yeah, yeah. I have, to, um, I have to leave after this and go meet, meet somebody, so I, I have my pants ready. Why, nice. why did you put them? Why did you put them behind you, man? There's like all that. Because Devin, that's my closet behind me. That's, <laughs> I know, but that's, there's, there's that more is, closet. That's Stacy's closet. This is my closet. Yeah, but, 
Yeah, but closet, you're not going to mistake it. You're not going to mistake it for your for her pants, right? You know, go, you know, well, you I can't wear those pants. They're Stacy's. I, I'll, I'll make it off so you put it behind him. For his I know. Yeah. You want to just show off how skinny that, you are. What is that? Jordash? Or what is it? Hopkins? <laughs> what is it? Uh, it's called Joe's. I don't even know what that is. It's probably oh. like from Ross's or something. Jeans. Oh, it's very oh, nice. I'll make, okay, I'll, make anyway. a, I'll make a confession that's kind of embarrassing, but, but it's kind of funny at the same time. I can fit Stacy's jeans. So there have been times... <laughs> There have I don't been want to talk where, to him anymore. I don't want there to talk to him anymore. I, I, <laughs> the podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've, a couple of times I've pulled something out of the laundry and I put it on. I'm like, wow, how did this thing so short? Like, freaking my, it's up to my calves, you know? Like, but it's because it's the wrong pants. You wear my, yeah. wear your Bro, I can't out. even it's get okay. my arm into my wife's <laughs> pants. Like, <it's, laughs> I wish. Uh, I think Stace would be more upset about that than I am, but... Uh, I know, I'm okay. not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure who it's worse for. Why are my uh, pants stretched out? Why? <laughs> uh, yeah, trust me, it's not an easy fit. I mean, it's like, it's tight, but uh, anyway. Spill, <laughs> getting back to you. Like, I, I just want to say on behalf of Hawaiian Artists, we really appreciate you promoting us. I mean, um, you do it every day on, on the news and, um, you know, like, the other day, some I was at the baseball field. This is back when you could actually go to the baseball field, and they didn't mm. shut it down yet. And uh, someone was like, "Hey, I heard you're recording a new album." I was like, "Oh, how, how did how did you know that? I didn't." And they're like, oh, "I saw it on the news this morning." I was like, "What?" Like, oh yeah, Billy V posted something about you recording. I'm like, "Oh, oh, oh yeah. I guess he grabbed something off my Instagram or something." Yeah, okay, you know, but. Uh, it's nice. I mean, I don't know what kind of feedback you get. Probably nobody says anything, but I'm going to tell you. Like, every once in a while when someone comes up to you and they say they saw you on the news, it's like, oh, wow, I appreciate. I really appreciate that because I don't think like, and I think like most Hawaiian musicians, they're not in the mode of, I got to send this stuff to the news because it's so important. You know, they'll post it or whatever, but they're not going to go out of the way. So you taking it and then putting up and giving some exposure is, is, is nice. We really appreciate that. Thanks, John. I really appreciate that. Um, I will tell you that my radio brothers and sisters, Dev, you're included in this. Appreciate that. But there are people like Skylark and Crash Kialoha who really appreciate that because that comes from them. A kuleana was given to me long time ago that our jobs in radio are to support our Hawaii recording artists. And that's kind of gone not only from radio but also into television i've got an executive producer that tells me if everything that you do is local in the morning if you've got your entertainment report and they're all local stories it's a good day i'd rather do that than nationals unless it's a big breaking story or it's a hawaii artist that's national then then of course do that too but um they really want to make sure that they're telling the local news about whatever we're talking about, whether it's breaking news or weather, or in my case, entertainment. And um, so I get that chance to do that every day. And that is part of my job. And that is part of my job that I really love to do it, it i love doing it on the radio side and being that i get to do it now in tv is wonderful yeah yeah billy i wanted to give you a 
just a, a little short time on the podcast to talk a little bit about Skylark. She was someone that I know was important to you. And uh, I got to meet her a long time ago. I was uh, touring with Dennis Kamakahi. And uh, I, forgot what, I forgot what it was, but we, we went to her house. And I, or I think it was her house, someone's house, and sat and talked. And she seems just so pleasant and always was, was super nice. So um, how, what was she to you as far as uh, your relationship? She was my radio kumu. Um, I started working at, uh, I came from Big Island. I was working, sorry, let's go back. I wanted to be in radio since I was in sixth grade. I had my FCC oh. license as a freshman, but they wouldn't hire a freshman to be on the radio. <laughs> Graduated from high school. They picked me up. I worked there for two and a half years. I realized that there wasn't any further that I could go. I had worked everything in the station news director, public service announcer, but they weren't going to make me mornings or program director, so it's time to go to Honolulu. Oh, first oh, okay. radio station I worked for, KCCN AM, 1420. First person that I started working with, Dave Lancaster. And there's a long story in there how I know Dave. Okay. I work with him for a week, and I'm told that I am going to be moved to the middays to do news. I was hired as news director uh, originally. And so my... First encounter with Skylark, I, she goes, hi, hi. We introduce, you know, introduce, we talk some stories. She goes, okay, your next newscast coming up in about 10 minutes. Okay. I go back into the newsroom. I get ready, get my news copy. I'm ready to go. Hit the, uh, hit the switch. Uh, she introduces me. I do the news, turn my mic off thinking, no problem. Got this done. Walked over into her side and first word to me was, Okay. <laughs> no, no, that word is pronounced Kapalama, right? Oh, okay. Uh -huh. Why don't you go back and practice your Hawaiian and come back? I went, ooh, and I did, and over and over, and she helped me a lot. And so uh, I was working for her for two weeks, and then she came into my newsroom, and she goes, I have to tell you this. I went, Okay, <laughs> I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm going to start a new station. Mm -hmm. Do you want to be my news director? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we did choral radio. Um, back to KCCN. We put KCCN FM 100 on the air. Um, I w spent a lot of time working with her. When we were at All at Coral, I got to work with her and Crash Kealoha. Mm. And Sky was my moral compass. She was the, I was the Padawan. She was the Jedi Knight of Hawaiian music. <laughs> mm -hmm. And through her, I learned so much about radio, Hawaiian music, Hawaiian culture, life. So put into a nutshell, that's what Sky is to me. Wow, that's that's nice, man. And um, I'm glad that you posted about her on Facebook. And you know, uh, you know, people live through our through memories and and through the people they touch. So the fact that you're there and you're you're part of her legacy, you know, and so that's awesome. It is. It has been a and continues to be a wonderful experience. Um, I still have recordings of her voice. I still mm -hmm. hear her words. Mm -hmm. And when I really, really need to sit down and center myself, I'll go listen, listen to Leslie Wilcox. Long story short, did that interview with Sky. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, you got to go watch it. 
Um, awesome. And that's and and so she is still very much here and here. Nice. Mm. Okay, I want to do a couple of more things. So we're going to do. Um, I want to talk about this uh, new world oh, that we're boy. in, as far as social media, news, and uh, that kind of stuff. And then Devin has his uh, Desert Island Discs question. This is going to be tough for you, man. We'll do I those two. Yeah, we'll do those two, and then then we'll cut and we'll do the Patreon stuff. On the Patreon, I'd like to talk about UH Sports and some of the events that. I mean, you must have witnessed some some crazy shit over the years. <laughs> I want to get just a couple of uh, cool, either cool or crazy stories. So that's what I'm setting you up for. Okay. Okay. All right. Wow. By the way, Bill, congratulations. This is the first time he's ever like planned out the show this much. I don't think I've ever heard him do it this much. Usually he just has a couple questions and he's done. This one he's like, boop, 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 boop. I'm like, oh, okay. No, well, no, no, I guess no. we know where we're going. All right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I want to. <laughs> I want Bill to be uh, be ready. You know. So, okay. so the, fir the first well, one wait, I and, and wait, one yeah. second, one second. Uh, and I need to take a couple minutes later on. So you let me know when, John, okay. where, I can, where I can tell Bill about. Oh, okay, 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 so, okay. Well, let's, okay, let's do this question first and then we'll, we'll jump into your thing. Because then it'll go right into your desk. Okay, all right. So I, I was uh, doing my research this morning, looking up Bill. By the way, there's, there's other Bill Van Alstalls out there. I couldn't believe it, but there's a couple in California. Anyway, the world now is so interesting because... I don't think people get their news or get their information the same way they did, you know, even 10, 15 years ago. Right. So everything is parceled out. Like I, I see you, Billy, in your Facebook posts more than I would see you on TV because I don't really watch television anymore. And then you have your uh, social media. And, and so what is your process now as far as do you take do you plan for TV and then you take your TV and you put it on social media or do you plan for social media and then you, you, you kind of mold that so that it fits in the TV, but all of this information has to be shared on multiple platforms. I just kind of want to know your thoughts on how, because it's completely different than just, Oh, I just do my news story and I just throw it up on Hawaii news now and then that's it, you know? So mm. is there a thought process that you use for that? Okay. Um, Yes. So Hawaii News Now is my main job. Yeah. So that's always my first priority. So I go over and I do the news story or I uh, do the entertainment news. It, it depends on which there is. Know that there's a hierarchy also within the news stories that I do. Breaking news is high above everything else. Um, if it's a breaking news story and somehow I get put into it or get sent to it, that's priority, but you're always there. You're always taking pictures. I become suddenly the eyes and ears of the newsroom. So therefore I'm talking to police, fire department. Um, I'm taking pictures and I'm sending it back for the social media crew because I, there's the stuff that I do live for television and there's stuff that I get ready and I send it back in between because you'll see me on a breaking news story every 30 minutes. And uh -huh. as more information breaks, your anchors will give you that information, then I'll be coming up you know, in, in, in 30 minutes or so, and then I'll update. But um, what happens is, is that while in between those 30s, I'm gathering, I'm on the phone, uh, trying to get a hold of the fire department if that's part of the scene or the police department, talking to other people, talking to witnesses that are around. So I'm busy. I'm gathering. 
Entertainment news is the same way. So just know that if you're a Hawaii recording artist, I am looking at your social media. <laughs> I, wow, you sound like such a troll. But, you know, I am, I'm looking at your Instagrams. I've got actually, uh, I'll, I'll kind of show you this. This is kind of behind the scenes. I'm going to see if I can lift this into camera view. I have what's called Stream Deck. I'm going to have to unplug it and I'll oh, plug it back think, in later. Someone I know so, has. Okay, Stream okay. Deck. So I've got all oh, kinds of buttons wow. here. Okay, no, Each button here represents a different website. So as if I plug it in, it'll all light up and wow. I'll see faces or names on here. And so The Rock, Nicole Scherzinger, Bruno Mars. Um, there's a whole bunch of people that Devin I'm continuously scanning. <laughs> no, not me. Devin, not me. <laughs> John Yamasato, I have you. Sorry. Kyle, it's okay. Don't worry. Kyle. Uh, I'll get he you likes on to be here, behind okay? the scenes anyway. He's fine. <laughs> He always has the coolest toys. So oh, I've got Instagram and Facebook. So I, and there's 30 buttons on here, but you can program it so that I hit a button and it'll give me a different set of 30. And you press another ah. button, and it'll give you a whole different set of 30. So there's infinite numbers. So I'm constantly keeping track of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. As we go throughout the day, I'm looking at the news feeds. So if you went to my Facebook page, you'll notice that, you know, everybody does it where they're, they only see the same 15 or 25 people. So if you mm -hmm. leave a comment, then the algorithms will put your feed into mine, whatever you're oh, posting. I see. So I'm doing that just to make sure that I've got everybody who's important, you know, that I want to keep track of, that they'll populate and I'll keep seeing them. I'll say, oh, that's interesting. So now to answer your question, John, so I'm trying to find news stories, local artists, searching, I'll direct message on Messenger, Facebook, I'll text message, hey, I saw this, what is this? Um, mm -hmm. John, I just saw you and Jake in the studios with Michael Grande saying you've got a new uh, Pure Heart release. And I accidentally put PH, and then I That's accidentally said Pearl Harbor one day. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, that's kind of the process that I go through. I take all that information, I deliver it for Hawaii News Now. Oh, I've got all this stuff. You know what? I might as well post it. Mm. So I'll post it up on the different platforms, and then I will keep it in an archive. And then now I've started doing Billy V Live, the mm -hmm. live stream on Fridays. So now I've got content for that. For the Hawaii News Now, I'm giving a report. I've got three minutes to get all the items and get out before the commercial break or the next thing happens. But on Billy V Live, I can actually talk about it because most of the time I know backstory. I know right, right. the fact that mm -hmm. there's three people in pure heart to get them all into the studio because they're all different, doing different things. Lopaka's here, John's here, Jake's doing this and that. You know, so to get them together, to get that energy going, you know, it's all those explanations that go into a news report and then on social media. So, but do you find that like way more work than you used to? Or is it more like, no, before it was still plenty of work. It was just different work. I was doing, I was making more copies in the copy machine and writing files <laughs> back and forth than doing the social media. So it's, it's kind of evens itself out, you know? You never, you never saw him prep for his afternoon show, that's why. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I was when I was his when I was his intern. I used to watch so, him prepare his show. It was crazy. 
and that was before internet or any of that shit. It was just Bill pulling out information. <laughs> yeah, however you could, right? And so yeah, here's the thing. Uh, in order, sorry, what was the question again? My question was, do you feel like it's more work now or is it just different work? Because, yeah. The pandemic, ever since it started, I thought, oh, work at home. I am now working harder than I've ever worked before. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. now instead of, oh, the show's over. Okay. Thanks, everybody. I, you know, do some logging and do some stuff that's part of post-sunrise. And then, bye, everybody, and you leave, and you go home. Here, it's I get done, and then I start working on other stuff, and I start working on other stuff, and then I start to on the door. It's my wife. It's 5 p.m. Come eat dinner. Huh? I've been in this chair for 12 hours. Wow. So, yeah, working harder now than ever before, although... There are no gigs to do. That's the only thing that right, I miss. I miss right, right, not right, being right. able to go out and see people. That's true. Was this a nice break for you, or do you really miss that 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 side of your business where you're always out and about doing events, emceeing this at a volleyball game, at a football game? With TV, even though every day is different and every news is different, the structure is kind of the same. So you're doing the same things kind of at the same times, unless you're sent out on breaking news. When you do UH sports, it's a different crowd and you really have to pay attention to them. And if you're not watching the crowd, then things will start to unravel. Mm -hmm. So you have to pay close attention and every single game is so different. So you have to be on your toes. So by the time I'm done with the game, Friday nights are the worst because I've had to work sunrise. I've okay. probably been working during the midday and then I'm now up until 9.30, 10 o'clock at the Stan Sheriff Center. So when I walk out of there, I'm exhausted. Yeah. It's and it's, it's not 9.30 and uh, you were sitting around uh, looking at a screen. It's 9.30 and your brain's constantly thinking for the last two hours because it's just... And you can't get to sleep till 11 because you can't slow your brain down. Right, 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 right. Yeah. All right. Or he's Kevin. watching the newest Discovery. I was going to say, he's watching Star on. Trek, and there you go. Yeah, it's a Star Trek. No, yeah, he can't have him watch a Star Trek. He can't, he's not going to go to sleep if he watches Star Trek. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't imagine when you guys find time to do that. Even with Devin and your, your lifestyle, I don't know how you guys find time to watch Star Trek movies or anything like that. There's no downtime. Uh, you have to binge watch when you can. You binge yeah. watch when you can. Suddenly, yeah. it's like a, a gig gets canceled or nothing's mm. on the calendar. You yeah. sit on the couch and you watch all day long. Mm -hmm. Before yeah. my wife used to be like, oh. now she sits next to me and asks me to explain everything to her. Yes. Yeah. Finally. It only took what, 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Dev, you are exactly right. I, my anniversary is 20 years tomorrow. That's it. Right. Wow. wow. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Okay. Thanks, go, Dev. go Dev. We actually, we actually need to congratulate her more than him. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so now, my my thing is more of a uh, is more of a statement than a question, because I I hope you understand, or maybe it is a question. I hope you know how much influence you've had on the people who do radio. It's actually kind of scary, almost. the The training that I received at FM 100 
as an intern, as a midday guy, as the guy who got shoved out into the middle of birthday bash in front of like 10,000 people at five o'clock in the afternoon and go, hey, Devin, go introduce the band. Um, those things, I don't realize, they don't happen anymore. Um, I think uh, myself, Lena, uh, Justin, um, like James, Nagao, all those guys, uh, Shannon and all of us, we sort of were in this um, golden age of radio, like a second golden age or third golden age or whatever. But um, the majority of it was because we got to sit and work with you, with Randy, um, you know, and, and really learn from you guys. Oh, Ikimo Villarimo, uh, even Dave Lancaster to a certain extent, but how to do this job, how to do the job and to do it well enough that people go, oh yeah, we'll hire you. Because nowadays, um, we're not experiencing that. We're not, I, I don't know about you, but I, I don't experience personalities. I experience people introducing the next song and then, then they move on. And what you guys taught us was, this is your personality, embrace it and use it to, to move forward other people's careers. So the pure hearts of the world, the Makaha sons, people like that, because that relationship will help them, but also help you. Uh, and it feels like, I don't know, because you're back in radio now, but I don't know if it feels to you like that's the case because it's, it's all, sorry, it's all like tracking and stuff nowadays, right? There's people who don't want to go live because they've only tracked. And that just seems so weird to me because when I worked with you, uh, it was, okay, Devin, go on air, go on air, talk, talk. And then afterwards it was, okay, you did that wrong and you did that wrong and you did that wrong. But that, that educational thing continued to happen. I don't, I don't know that I see that nowadays. I think that it's a, a, a whole different world and it has to do with the evolution. Some of it is the evolution of technology. Mm. Some of it, it has to do with the financial uh, because radio is uh, a little bit of a different animal and how they pay the on-air talent. Um, but let me just, since, since you happen to mention that here, Dev, I'm, I'm going to see if, see if my computer is not going to do what I want it to do. <laughs> it's not, gonna go. <laughs> it's not Te going to technology. agree with me at the moment. Technology. <laughs> but the, the, the overlying thing is, is that radio has changed. And yes, we were in there during a second golden age. And basically, thank you. Thank you very much, Alexa. <laughs> computer, stop listening. So the interesting thing is that MCs, their job is to put the spotlight on somebody else mm -hmm. as best as they can in the truest fashion that they can. Mm -hmm. And that's what you learned. That's what I learned. Mm -hmm. Skylark would all of a sudden tell me, okay, so go out and introduce the Makaha Sons. Huh? They are <laughs> the biggest group in the world, in my world. <laughs> go out and introduce Is. Huh? And you just went, okay, and you did it. Yeah. And you found a way to do it. And if it didn't go over so well, you learned. There was one time <laughs> Skylark had me go ahead and do an introduction. And I was introducing Keola and Kapono Beamer at the Waikiki Shell. 
It was for Tom Moffat's concert. But I didn't know that they were doing a whole overture. So when the music started, it's a little bit of this song and it goes into this song and it goes into all of their hit songs, but it's an instrumental beginning. Devin right now is holding his head in his hands because he knows where this is going. This was a two minute overture and I should have stopped at the one minute 55 mark, or I should have stopped at the five second mark and let the music play on. Instead, I talked for one minute, 55 seconds, trying to build up the audience and introduce these guys on stage. Oh, it was the worst, (laughs) one of the worst things that ever happened on the stage for me. That was highly embarrassing. There's one other thing that I can remember. That's maybe another time unless John asked me, but learn from those and you Mm. move on. Mm. So that's the good thing. That's the thing that you've learned. But see, now the thing, Dev, is we need to find ways to find people to be MCs because there are no MCs anymore. There's people that will grab a mic and they will yell and then they Mm -hmm. will put the mic back and walk away instead of telling a short, small story about these artists so that way you appreciate them unless they're big enough, unless they're like is where you just say three songs, the whole crowd screams and you just say his name and you walk off, you get out of the way. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Right. Exactly. And that was, and that was the part about it that required teaching was knowing when to say stuff, knowing when to back off. Um, But also um, you, Randy, I think are really good about showing people uh, as you MC or as you present something that that's you. And not everybody can do that. It's a, it's a, it's really truly is something that you, it, part of it is a gift, but part of it I think is you learned how to do that and you learned it from Skylark and then she kind of, you know, you passed it on to us and, and it's fascinating because, you know, when I talk to Lino and I talk to Shannon and people like that, uh, even Mele, although Mele is a whole different arena, <laughs> but, um, we, we all kind of learned that same style. You know, it's a very, um, and like you said, it's a very inclusive style. It's a very much, we are all here together to enjoy this moment. Um, I am, I am with you and I'm of you and don't think that you couldn't get up here and do this because you could, I'm just really lucky that I get to do it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I just, I just wanted to thank you for that. Cause if not for you and not for that, that formative time that I learned, um, I'm not here at all, period. So, you know, and I'm, you took a kid who was out of college and my, my dad goes, hey, give my son a job. Huh? <laughs> and he did it and look where he is now. Yeah. 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 And the thing is, so. is that if not for Skylark, if not for Crash, then I wouldn't be able to right. and it doesn't go on. Real quickly here, I want to show you something there, Dev. Oh, okay, okay. I, I don't know if I can throw it onto the screen and I think that I can. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to bring that up. There it is. Okay. So you're looking at me. You should be able to see this. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So I'll describe this for our audio listeners. There's a big stage, FM 100. looks like, is that the birthday bash or? It is the birthday bash. Wow. Who's that on stage? I'm trying to make out who's that. Is that Kalapana? No. Um, I believe that's Fiji on the second to the left. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I believe that is the Manao Company. Actually, wow. that, is a, that, is a, that is a collection of artists as they're starting to come out to the end. 
Uh, oh. yeah. And the crowds were always nuts. I was oh, there. Man. Yeah. Yeah. That was I was anyway. just in a, times, I was fishing in a bush back there. I can see <laughs> <laughs> So okay. back in the day, remember the bathrooms? The men's bathrooms were full with women. The women's bathrooms were full with women, and yeah. all the rest of the guys had to use the fence. Yeah, pretty much. That's why you're standing there, the fence, and listen. You were yeah. standing there at the urinal, and they were all walking behind you, making comments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice pants you get, and you're trying not to, you know, show, and then oh, sorry, brother, sorry, sorry, uh, I didn't mean to bump into you. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, I'm dovetailing into the music. The other part of the music question, which is, uh, we always ask our our guests um, three albums uh, that are your desert island discs. And I know it's hard for you. It's been a long time. You've got you've listened to a lot of music, so it's always interesting to hear what people's influences are. So your three. Oh, and can it be greatest hits albums? It has to be an actual album. Sorry, Dev. Okay. <laughs> knew where I was going. Uh, I know. <laughs> three albums? Three yeah. albums. Yeah. What, what, what's because the, we're old enough that we know albums. So, right. the, so this, this is if you were stranded on a desert island, you could take three albums with you to listen to for eternity. Forever. Or in, yeah. in this case, say you were stuck on a spaceship going <laughs> unknown. You you're, going take, on your, you're going on your five-year mission. To, yeah, yeah, and you can only take three albums with you to play on, on, the, on the spaceship. So what, what, what would you take with you? One of them would be Sunday Mano, a crack seed album. Mm, yes. Robert, okay. Roland Casimero, Peter Moon. Yes. By the way, there was a, a different album, but there was a documentary online of uh, the making of um, Tropical Island Song. Love. Oh, Summer yeah. Island Love. That thing oh. was awesome. So that awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And Peter Moon was actually kind of nice in that video. I was surprised. Yeah, I heard like he was kind nice of a guy. tyrant. So I went, oh, he was, he was okay. You know, I, I don't know. Well, see, I knew him as an MC, not on the musician side. So he was always he was always awesome to me. I emceed a couple of concerts for him and did some work with him for Blue Hawaiian Moonlight and right. and and Kani Kapila. So I never um, met him, so I can't say one way or the other. But uh, but he's the best ever. Yes, yeah, yeah. there for really sure. Was. My opinion. Malakaha Sons of Niiho. Um, I. It's the album, the purple album with Ho'olala Hui Hawaii on it. Okay. okay. All right. The reason why okay. is there's a medley of songs, medley of the rain. And it's mm. like about an eight minute piece of music. Mm. And it was Skylark's favorite song to listen to. And she would stare out the window and she would smile. And, and I just grew to love that album. Okay. Willie K. Kahaili. Uh, First one. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That is a good album. Okay, yeah. but good if choices. you were to go greatest hits, which <laughs> took that away from me, <laughs> it would be CNK because I burned out four cassettes. Really? Oh, CNK. Yep. Wow. Park, park down old airport every night, blasting them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, man. Okay, so at this point, uh, we're going to thank all our current listeners for, for sticking on. We're going to go into our Patreon uh, time. So, everybody, thank you very much. Thanks, Billy, for this portion. And uh, we'll see you online on Patreon in a sec.